the 28th episode of Cooking with the Wood Sisters. The Wood Sisters are glad to be part of Michael Funky's radio show, The Radical Songbook, which airs live on Pirate Butte Radio, piratebutteradio.com, Saturday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. You can also listen to our episodes at theradicalsongbook.com. Our timed recipes are there, too. The opinions expressed on Cooking with the Wood Sisters this month are mine, not necessarily those of anyone else. I'm Catherine Wood, and I'm glad to be sharing my recipe for meatloaf. Michael is a big fan of meatloaf, and I sometimes do him the favor of making him this special and possibly relatively healthy meatloaf for special occasions. I adapted the recipe from Ina Garten's turkey meatloaf recipe. This meatloaf, my meatloaf, is good served hot or at room temperature with baked potatoes and a green veggie. And, of course, there's nothing like a cold meatloaf sandwich while you're watching NCAA basketball. I'm just calling this Catherine Woods Meatloaf, and I'm going to start the recipe by listing the ingredients. And the ingredients are one large sweet onion chopped, enough olive oil in which to saute the sweet onion, one half teaspoon freshly ground black pepper, one quarter teaspoon dried thyme or oregano, two tablespoons Worcestershire sauce, six tablespoons of chicken stock, which is the equivalent of one quarter cup plus one eighth cup, one teaspoon tomato paste or mango chutney. Mango chutney is something I have in my refrigerator. I don't always have tomato paste. Two pounds organic ground chicken and 12 ounces to one pound of sweet Italian chicken sausage. You will also need three quarter cups of oats if you're making a gluten-free meatloaf or three quarter cups dried bread crumbs if you don't care whether it has gluten or not. You need, in addition, two large to extra large eggs beaten and one half cup ketchup because what's meatloaf unless you top it with ketchup? The directions are, no surprise, begin by preheating the oven to 325 degrees Fahrenheit and then oil a bread pan that will accommodate the meatloaf, including the ketchup topping. I use a 9-inch nonstick bread pan that I do oil. While the meatloaf is baking, I bake potatoes on a nonstick rimmed cookie sheet that I put on the shelf under the meatloaf to catch the drippings. Uh, my experience is there are always drippings with this particular meatloaf. Then once you have the oven going and your pan ready, in a large bowl, beat the eggs. And to the eggs, add the oats or breadcrumbs and mix thoroughly. Then set that combination aside to let the oats and breadcrumbs soak up the beaten eggs. Heat a few tablespoons of olive oil in a medium saute pan and add the chopped onion, ground black pepper, and thyme or oregano and slowly saute until the onion is translucent but not browned. This takes me approximately 10 to 12 minutes. I like my onion cooked very well but not browned. You have to watch the onions carefully when you get to the end of sautéing them. You want to aim for low and slow until the onion is very soft and then take the pan off the heat and to it add the Worcestershire sauce, the chicken stock, and the tomato paste or mango chutney and mix well. And allow that to cool to room temperature because you don't want to add it to the egg mixture if it's hot enough to cook the eggs. And once it's cool, the onion, Worcestershire sauce, chicken stock, tomato paste, or mango chutney combination, then add it to the 
egg and oat or breadcrumb mixture along with the ground chicken and chicken sausage and mix well. Using your hands to mix the meatloaf is best, but I confess to using a spatula, just not keen on uh, having my hands mushing around in the meatloaf ingredients. Once it's mixed well, because you want to be sure to combine the egg, breadcrumb, oats, or oats mixture in with the meat, you know, and the onion mixture too, then press that mixture into the oiled bread pan. And once it's uh, pressed in evenly, or maybe you want to round it a bit so the middle is higher than the edges, which might help a little bit control the drippings, then spread ketchup evenly on top as much as, as, much as you like your meatloaf. Place the prepared meatloaf on the center shelf of the preheated oven and bake for approximately one and a half hours until the internal temperature in the center of the meatloaf is 160 degrees Fahrenheit. It takes my oven a generous two hours to completely cook the meatloaf. But in that two hours, I'm also baking potatoes because I love really um, long baked potatoes too. Once the meatloaf has reached 160 degrees Fahrenheit in the center, remove it from the oven and let it rest for 10 minutes before slicing and serving. Serve hot at room temperature or, or cold in a sandwich. You're going to like this meatloaf. It's tasty and uh, depending on how many people you're serving and it probably would serve, um, let me think about this, eight people. But if there are fewer than eight of you, you'll have delicious leftovers. Thank you for joining me for the Wood Sisters 28th episode of Cooking with Wood Sisters. I plan to return to the Radical Songbook next month. Please look for this episode of Cooking with the Wood Sisters on Michael Funky's website, theradicalsongbook.com. Don't forget to include the the. You can also find this episode's recipe for Catherine Wood's meatloaf on that website, including the printed recipe. By the way, my haiku for this month is available in the arts section of theradicalsongbook.com. My haiku is always accompanied by an excerpt from our cousin Tim Fox's composition, Breath. Learn more about Tim and his music on his website, roaringforkofjazz.org. As always, our delightful theme music is by our friend Joyce Respis. Until next time, keep feeding your bellies and your souls. Mm-hmm.